Welcome to Shoot the Messengers with Chuck and Red. Straight talk with no filters. Where no topic is too sensitive. If you like your shots with no chasers, this is the podcast for you. Was the money good? Was the bitches bad? Was they fucking good? Did your hood show you love? Did the hoes say you fly? If your friends say you loyal, throw your rollies in the sky for the trellis. Just test this out. One, two, three, four. Robot voice. I don't know about that. Yeah, that right there is for when you're actually a recording person and you have like different sounds and you want your voice to sound different. Okay. These motherfuckers, the way that people are talking about like, hey, 2019 beach, mm. summer 2019, this beach going to get the body I give it. It's the same way I feel about this podcast. Like, I, we don't need robot voices. Like, this podcast going to get the voice I give it. I know. I see that, you sucker. Anyway, like I was saying, I was kind of saying, while I was mumbling. Anyway. It wasn't even like, what was it? It was a new language. I was getting my thoughts together, man. So anyway, you said like, what? I'm just talking to my cup. It's talking to me. This. What if, who? Ooh, what? Slow down, slow down. Slow down. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, cheers. Cheers to you. Cheers, cheers to, to you, brother. brother. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Well, here we are. In the studio. In the in the studio, in the yo, niggas always saying like, "Hey, where you at?" Oh, I'm in the, in the studio. studio. <laughs> you know, my girl we, called me. I told her I'm in the studio. Hey, that's actually funny. Speaking of things, um, all things nigga related, there is an uh, article out talking about bromance. It's a small study. It was recently reported in Time Magazine, and it talked about the power of bromance and how there's this new wave due to a weakening negative connotation or stigma around bromances. So they're seeing an increased um, relationship between mutual, strongly connected young men. And they're saying that it could possibly cause issues in the sense where there's these men are less likely to gain strong relationships with um, female counterparts. So I think that's an interesting conversation that Absolutely. we should have. Yeah, definitely. So what are your takes on that? The bromance. What, well, first let's talk about what is a bromance? What is that? When I think of a bromance, even though I don't think necessarily before you and I, you know, really began to click, um, really noticed that I had a bromance. Probably the last bromance I had is when I was in college. So that was 10 plus years ago. But um, definitely feel as though it's definitely a strong bond you you share with person of the, the same sex um, ran you were pretty much doing things almost like a relationship honestly like you can even see like oh you got another best friend I'm kind of in my feelings because you got another <laughs> best friend kind of thing no no you're my best friend uh-huh. you know so I can definitely see where that comes into place where it's not necessarily intimate as in sexual chemistry kind of thing but more so like a strong bond where you know what I literally would die for this person. I would literally, you know, literally ride or die in the most literal sense, to be honest with you. Um, You brought up something that's really interesting. Um, When when you were discussing bromance, because you said it's like, oh, you have another best friend. Can you have a best friend that you are not necessarily in a bromance with? And can you have a bromance and that person not be a best friend? Hmm. 
I think so. I think so. I think there's definitely levels to all friendships. You can have two best friends, and that not necessarily mean that they are necessarily on the same level with you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's definitely levels of relationships, you know. So, absolutely. I think the, the major difference, though, is... It is a connection. It, it can also be the things that you've experienced with each other. You know, if you have a, a more of a history, you can be really good friends only because we've known each other. We've gone on the same vacations together and things of that nature. And then you can have people that, you know what, like I said, you just you just click with them off the break. You don't necessarily have the same history as people, but the fact that you guys, you click so well, it's, the, it's literally the, the whole sense of your day ones. You know, it's like off break, since I as soon as I met this person, we just we just gelled very very well. You know, I may have known him less than I've known people that I'm really really tight with, but that doesn't say I would really struggle if they both were hanging off the edge of the cliff. Like mm-hmm. who would I who would I say first kind of thing? Even though I know one six months and I know one maybe half the time I've been alive. Right. For me, I think that the distinguishing factors between a bromance. And a friendship is the level of emotional vulnerability or intimacy that occurs, right? So you could know somebody for 10 years, 15 years, like this is your day one, like this is your homie, but you don't reach a level of emotional intimacy or emotional vulnerability for whatever reason. You know, maybe like you just have never experienced a moment or a situation that arose where you had to be that emotionally vulnerable um, or you never felt like you could be that emotionally vulnerable with that person. We know what society says, particularly for black men about being emotional. emotional. Um, We weren't all raised that way, but just very, very generally, you know, in general speaking. um, Right. So I think that that is, when I think about a bromance versus a friendship, I think about all the things that you said and the distinction between with this person, have I cried, right? Like, have I cried? Have I told them like some shit that maybe I would not share, not out of fear, but just is like, mm, I, like everybody don't need to know, boom, 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 right? Like everybody doesn't need to know that I actually fucks with Beyonce. Or everybody doesn't need to know that, you know, like, pink is my favorite color. Or, like, you know, everybody doesn't need to know that because people will have something to say. But I know that in a bromance, nobody's tripping, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get laughed at. Nobody's coming for my neck every time. Um, and it, it doesn't mean anything besides I like this or I feel this kind of way or in this moment like I cried it doesn't make me a bitch or weak or like nigga toughen up like those aren't the things it's just like I'm a human and like I just I like listen to like single ladies I think you 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 hit the the nail on the head when you said vulnerability I think that's the 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 key thing is especially amongst men I'm a black man so I can't really speak on anything besides being black but I would think as men period um, showing vulnerability is something that by nature we're not really prone to doing. We're not good at doing. And I think that that's probably another thing that separates us. And it's what I'm about to say might be kind of contradicting because I think women are 
more prone to being vulnerable. But I think that men, I think it's, it's viewed that men aren't supposed to be vulnerable. Even though women want to say, oh, I want my man to be vulnerable. In reality, I don't think they necessarily want that. I don't think they want to see their man show any type of weakness. And if they do, it's probably like, then the man's worried about if I ever get in a fight, is she going to throw that back in my face? And that might be something that separates a why. And when you were talking about the, the, the story that you were reading about, about how it's really impacting the type of relationships that men that who have bromances, the relationship they have with women. Mm-hmm. And I think the main reason being is that even though we may not show it, I think every man goes through some of the same challenges, regardless of sexual orientation, regardless of relationship, period, whether or not you're single, married, in a new relationship, it's just that, again, you're not really expected to show vulnerability. You're not supposed to show any type of anything that's viewed as being feminine. Like you said, I like the color pink or I, I rock to Beyonce when I'm in a car by myself. You know, you're just not supposed to do that. It's interesting that you that you brought up this idea of femininity and the parallel to vulnerability. When actually, and to be vulnerable to me is like a strength, like to say I need help. Somebody that can identify like I need help or I'm not at my strongest and I need support or like, yeah, I'm feeling sad. So I'm crying or things that we associate with being vulnerable. Um, it's weird that you are mentioning or um, juxtaposing the idea of vulnerability with femininity. Um It's also interesting, and this is where we have this conversation, the strength of this conversation is not that different um, because you are talking about in this space of being in a relationship, in a heterosexual relationship as a male and a female. I don't know how that shows up in a homosexual relationship when it's two men. Um, I haven't experienced a situation where vulnerability is an issue or related to femininity. But I also know that I'm just not an emotionally vulnerable person in general. You know, people often tell me a lot of times, like, you ain't got no feelings. Yeah, that's very no true. Feelings. Yeah. Wait, what? I'm yeah. sorry. Are you co-signing it? I am co-signing with that one. So you don't yeah. think I have feelings? You don't have a lot of feelings. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so I have a little, a, little bit, a few feelings. Right. So I think that, and this is probably where things aren't so different, and it's probably a reason why bromances are so common, regardless of your sexual orientation, is the fact that I think with bromances, you can be, there's a certain level of transparency, a certain level of honesty that you can have with somebody that you're in a bromance with that you may not necessarily be able to have with somebody that you're actually in a relationship with. And Give me an example, because I reason, think that's a good point. The reason could be is that, Bromance, I think that you're not so much concerned about the other person's emotions when you're saying something to them versus you may have to sugarcoat something. You, some people may not have to experience it, but you may have to walk on eggshells or sugarcoat if you want to convey how you feel towards your significant other versus your bromance is like you're kind of used to playing desks on each other. So it's like, yeah. Your breath stinks right now kind of thing. Okay. 
So what? Kind of thing. But if you said that to your significant other, they may take it the wrong way. Maybe the breath thing is probably a bad example. But it's just saying that you may not necessarily be able to be as transparent because you're you're so concerned about how they're going to feel after you say what you say. And I think with a bromance, it's just like, yeah, you're, you're concerned, but I don't think it's at the same level where you can be like brutally honest and not necessarily worry about going, the person's going to roll over when it's time to go to sleep. They don't, don't touch me kind of thing. It's just, well, that's interesting. I think that that remark within itself is a, like a whole nother conversation. And that's about like the strength of, of any relationship. Because if you have stinky breath and I can't tell you like your breath smells bad. That was a bad example. Or <laughs> if we can't engage in a very honest conversation without you getting in your feelings about it, what is the strength of that relationship at all? But just back, that's a different conversation, but like back to romance. I, I also think that it's this idea of how we have to show up in different relationships. So like in your relationship with your significant other, you don't say, you don't talk about the like of Beyonce because how she may perceive you for liking Beyonce. You saw, you saw, yeah. Exactly. And you don't want to show up or... You're worried about showing up in the space of that relationship where that is how your girlfriend or wife or whomever perceives you. Perceives you. So you're not able to be your authentic self, um, which I think that right there is... It could be a red, a red flag or, you know, something, some things need to be worked on. But, and I, but I think that that is something like internally that exactly, needs to be worked exactly. on. Because if you're talking about spending the rest of your life or committing yourself to somebody, you need to be able to show up exactly who you are. And if that person doesn't like the fact that you like pink or Beyonce or wear heels or, you know, do the things that you do, then honestly, like, is that the person for you? Yes, but I also think that a lot of times it's not so much that you're even so concerned about what your significant other is going to think of it. But I think a lot of times people don't want to acknowledge it themselves because they weren't necessarily raised to be like that. We go back to the emotions. Boys are naturally taught not to cry. You fall down, you brush yourself up, don't cry. What are you crying for? You know, or you're not supposed to play with dogs. You're not supposed to like the color pink. You're not supposed to like fashion. So all of a sudden now you think that if I like those things, there's something wrong with me liking those. And yeah, so most fashion houses are run by men. Absolutely. But like that pink or colors like actually have nothing to do with like anything. anything. It's like it merely is like a color. Right. Um, or the fact that as little boys, everybody has cried. So it's like in your most natural state without somebody telling you who you are, what you're supposed to be, you've done all of these things. But how is it perceived? How is it accepted? Like, like I said, I think that it's just, it's just naturally more acceptable for women to be found to be more vulnerable than men, just naturally. Like if a woman cries, it's almost expected. Mm-hmm. But if a man cries, it's like, why are you so soft? Which I think, Move on. yes, which I think is partially why romances are so strong. Because once you can let go of all the preconceived notions and the social 
um, expectations of who I am and what I'm supposed to be. And I could just be whoever God or whoever you believe in put me or decided to place me on this planet as with somebody. And they like are cool with you for that. And like, don't judge you for that. That is what makes it so much stronger, even if I haven't known you for 25 years. Right. That's what builds the brother is. I, I 100% agree. You're like, oh my God, it's like, yeah. shit. Like, I, got, I ain't got to yeah. walk around here yeah. talking a certain way right. or being a certain, certain way. Like, way. I can just more hard. be exactly who I am. And if being a dick grabbing, pants slouching, whatever, whatever, bitch is calling. you bitch hoe calling, yeah, yeah, yeah. even though I use the word bitch all the time. If that's who you are, like, there's nothing wrong with that if that's authentically who you are. But I think the power of the bromance comes with being able to let your hair down, right? Or being able to, for all intents and purposes, just being able to exhale. Being able to be like, let your pants loose. Let the belly out. Exactly. Like, I could just be this with this person. I don't have to worry about anything else. Um, I think that's a very powerful thing. And I think that, like, when we come back to us and, like, our relationship, I think that it's very interesting that people were very concerned about us first meeting. Yeah. Um, so talk about that. Woo, that's an interesting one. So, Is it really? Yeah. So what was interesting People about who, who don't know um, Red and myself. Um, Who's I, myself? That's Chuck. Chuck, yeah. So I met Red uh, through my wife, Dara, who they were co-workers. But I admit, like, immediately, she was more concerned because, obviously, Mike was gay. Red's gay. <laughs> but, uh, and I had never really, really had a, a, any type of relationship with anybody who, a male gay guy. I never had a relationship with them. I met them, whatever, but just never had any real dialogue with them. But Let's I, be clear. Was it because you were homophobic or just there wasn't an opportunity for you to engage in that? Like, what? why? Because most, most of the people... I don't think it was... It's a lot of gay people. Yeah, it's a lot of gay people. I don't think it was necessarily um, any type of homophobic, to be honest with you. I just think that it was just... I never was really put in a position where I'm at brunch, he's at brunch. Either I'm not going to talk to him at all, or we just want to talk. Wait, we didn't meet at... Brunch was our first meeting. The first brunch we had... Wait, was was that the first meeting? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So, I mean, I didn't know but, what to expect. But I, wait, I, hold on. But you actually kind of didn't know what to expect. That was our first brunch. But you have to talk about... Because I'm certain that Derek came home and yeah, talked I mean, about me. Ooh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like... <laughs> try, try, trying to describe Rez is like trying to describe to a blind person what a rainbow looks like. Mm. You know, it's just like... Don't matter how a rainbow because I'm gay? Like, oh, that was, a, that was actually an awesome way to say it, but exactly. I, it, okay. I was not going with that. Okay. But, um, That's interesting. So I just shoot, need to know what we're like doing. It's like a person who has no mouth what water feels like. Okay? So we're doing it. So we are <laughs> yeah, doing we're, that. Okay. We're going to do that today. We are. So, okay. um, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it's just, okay, describing a blind person how the sky is blue. Like, mm-hmm. what do you say? You know, so she's saying he's very outgoing. You know, he's is, but you're not flamboyant. Mm-hmm. You're you're far from flamboyant. Like every word that's not coming out of his mouth is that bitch. He's not wearing heels, so <laughs> you can't see him. I can't see him. He's wearing literally the same thing I have on. Has a fucking polo <laughs> on and jean um, shorts on. You know, it's summertime now, so he he definitely doesn't dress 
what I would normally think a gay person would dress or, you know, there's level to whatever. People have different styles regardless of sexual orientation. But anyway, so long story short, we're at brunch and this guy gets out of a smart car. That's what it was, a smart car. We're in some oyster house in D.C. And this nigga nays (laughs) in the middle of the street. So I'm the only guy. So me and Dara, and I think it was like one of our other, um, Weddy. Mm-hmm. I don't know Weddy if you're listening. Hopefully you are. But anyway, he nays in the street. <laughs> and you did have a bag. I did. You had a bag. So uh, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what have I got myself into, right? So he comes So in. why did you say, why did you say, oh, fuck, in that moment? Because your energy across the street, through the glass and everything was just like... <laughs> Out of this, so, out of this world, so, like so, I'm so like energy. Yes, okay. I'm like, what the fuck? Have I stepped myself into? Because uh-huh. again, like I said, I never, like, I never broke bread mm-hmm. with somebody who was openly gay. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Like somebody who right, probably was, was gay eventually broke bread with exactly. somebody who was gay. They just didn't. Yeah, I didn't know it. So, but it was like he clearly didn't care he was gay. He knew I was not gay, so he did not like downplay water down who he was coming in so i'm like fuck it. if he can be comfortable why can't i be comfortable did you really think that absolutely that's interesting. I'm like, why should i be uncomfortable with people that i know we know the same people mm-hmm. you know it, may, it, it doesn't it doesn't help the situation um thinking that and i think that's what happens with a lot of gay guys i mean a lot of straight guys straight guys think that every gay guy wants them I think that's ultimately what it is. They think that every guy, every gay guy wants them. And I've always, for real, I've always, always encouraged more guys to be gay. And I always say this all the time. Yes, you do. Because I feel as though the more gay guys are, the less competition there is for me. Because <laughs> all the gay guys I know, they're well-dressed, mm-hmm. well-educated, well-mannered, and most of them stay in the gym. Last thing I want them to do is take my bitch. <laughs> so if you're gay, I'm Gucci. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being gay. And uh, I mean, honestly, that's probably the selfish part of me, but absolutely real. Absolutely. I think if more straight guys took that into uh, took that into consideration, mm-hmm. they'd be more tolerable of that. Like honestly, because I remember like going to Morgan. Everybody used to talk about the ratio. Mm-hmm. male to female and I, I don't want to derive too much from what we're going from but I think this is really important is because we used to always brag about like how Howard was 13 and 1 Morgan was 9 to 1 as far as uh, male to female ratio so literally when it was straight men was always outnumbered by women so now you're taking one the fact that now there's guys who are also into guys now all of a sudden you're really a commodity why are you so angry at people who are literally zero competition for you. Well, I think that's interesting because there's a couple of things that came up. Why are you angry, period? Like, what the is unknown. the energy that you're it's giving to be angry? It's the unknown. However, there are other words that we could use for unknown. Like, I'm uncertain. I'm, um, I'm questioning. I'm curious. But to use the word angry is... Interesting that that's the word that just initially came out and organically came out because that also is what leads to why we have hate crimes, um, why there are people losing their lives 
because people are angry about something that is not their choice or their life that they have to live. Um, but that's a different conversation. That's a, actually a great one. Maybe we'll take notes and yeah. um, that's yeah. a good episode. That is that. a different conversation. But I, I want to, I'm glad that you lifted but, that up. And so, so yes, I do want to bring it back to like, as far as like how we built this bromance and yes. what really triggered this whole podcast is just, um, again, we're at the brunch. We're at brunch. So no, I, you I, I'm asked, away from brunch. I'm, I'm going to fast forward. But you said something that I think is good. And you, because you asked yourself, I presented myself authentically as Michael. Right. But you were like, oh my gosh, like I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. And you said, from across the street, outside the restaurant, through the glass, you ask yourself, why would I be uncomfortable in this situation if he's and not, I'm looking at him be authentically right. truly who he is? Yes. Besides gay, straight, black, white, man, woman, I think that that is a message that everybody needs to learn how to like be comfortable being exactly who, who you, you are, are and, and what like you are what you are who you are whose you are and like and what's yours honestly and, and what's living yours in that. and living in that yeah. honestly and standing and, in that but that was very short lived I admit I mean before I passed out from too many uh, drinks but before wow. that that's a now that is another conversation yeah, <laughs> but I, I think like I, I don't think that uncomfortable is Lily probably lasted longer than 15 minutes. Honestly, when you came in, you started ordering the orange. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. He's real. Like, I mean, it was just, I think, like, we immediately jailed. And then I think, like, really, really what solidified it was when the ladies went to Vegas and we met up during um, spring break. Spring break. And we met up at uh, Hooters. Hooters or whatever. And even then, I could have been very concerned. Obviously, you're gay. Mm -hmm. I'm straight. I'm. There's no other lady for me to play off like, yeah, I'm yeah. with her. Yeah. So it's just me and him. And, you know, at first I was like, are people going to view me as gay? And then at the, at the same time, I'm like, I don't care mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I know what I am. Yeah. I know what we had. Yeah. And we were Gucci. And I think that from that point is like took us from friends to that bromance, in my opinion. I think that was the that, that swing that teetered to, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking for the perfect analogy, but I can't find it right now. Yes. But yeah, I think so, too, because I think that... Like respecting that you are that you're married, and I know that this is a conversation that you like are having with your wife. Like, oh, it's Michael Lynn. because me and her are out um, without you, so she's out doing her thing, and we're both like texting her. And I know that she's like, oh my gosh, like Michael and Charles are like comfortable out doing their own thing, like without us there, like they're just living their lives yeah. like together, um, and we're like. 10,000 miles away. So I, I agree that that was a um, turning point, like a moment, yeah. which is very interesting because for me, I had always been very like open. I was like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, Charles, yeah. like this is there's like Charles. Cool. But, that but that's actually first, not the yeah. first time that we met. The but, first time we met was remember when you took the picture, I was leaving out oh, at, of, brunch. at the yeah. brunch. At the house was that? Yeah. Bird dog. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you're right. You're I right, was you're leaving right. out, yeah. and then you took the yeah. picture. Yeah. So that was not the okay. That was not the first time I seen you. That's that was the that first was time that we. Yeah, that was the first time actually. We, yeah, that we met. Right, right. Our energies met because the energy Absolutely. I was given at that brunch was like, "Why are we here? It's time to go." Yeah, you heard just yeah because I think you guys were there before us. It's like we said, fifteen minutes time. So yeah, okay. So that was a. I think that was a pivotal moment. That took it. I think it took it to the next level. 
I don't know when it became, I, I honestly don't know when it became where it was just like, Charles. It's because. Yeah. But I, I don't know yeah. when it became, like, I can't, like, narrow down when it was like, I didn't, like, call you Charles. It was right. like, oh, that cousin. That's cousin. Yeah. Right. Um, but I know that there were definitely times just. And that's, I think that's how a lot of relationships are. Like, where people, where is that that line where people are like, "Oh, that's my friend," to "That's my best friend," my, that's my best friend kind of thing. Like, wait, what was it? Say it again. I don't want to say it again because I think I, I fucked it up the first time. No, but I want. It's all about second yeah. chances. Let's rewind it. That's my friend. That's my best friend. My, that's my best friend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Less energy because I just want. I was focused on getting it okay. right. I saw but that. um. The yeah. level of concentration. I, I concentrate. You, you heard the beat. Oh, I saw it. So yeah, I don't. I, I think it's the same thing. Like, how many people can say like that was my friend, and this is exactly at that point where they became my best friend. It probably was some event, or it was just right. I, I noticed I'm spending a lot more time with this person mm-hmm. than I used to. I can come to this person and you know share things with them that. Honestly, I may be uncomfortable with even like admitting to myself, mm. you know. And maybe that was another thing. Um, fuck it, I'll say it. Was fuck it, I'll say it. Um, my mom, my aunt, my mom, or whatever. Yeah, um, has breast I remember, cancer. I remember that night. So yes. I, I, I attended a, a event for her, and some some things had ha- happened at the event that was completely unprepared for, and it caught me off guard, and I just was not ready, and. I didn't know how to like really, really internalize that or really like process it. process it. I was still processing even on the ride, ride home, and so I had to take Michael home. And so we were talking, and I just like I don't know if necessarily a, a broke down is the right word, but I was really, really, really in my feelings or whatever. And you were emotionally vulnerable, vulnerable. in yeah. that moment. Up until that, up until that point. Like we had a, a lot of good times, but I don't. There was nothing that stretched. Well, for me, mm-hmm. I think in listening to like your mind, hearing like the inner workings of your mind, there were moments where you have been stretched. But there was, I don't think, for me mm-hmm. up until that point, there was anything that has stretched mm-hmm. our um, relationship. I think it had grown mm-hmm. very evenly, like very evenly and naturally. But in that moment, I think that it had really, that was the first thing that really like stretched our relationship where it was like, okay, Charles is emotionally vulnerable right now. How does Michael show up in this moment? And I'm, I don't know how you received it because that's in your head, but I do remember like going, going in and being like, that, that was, was a good. That was a yeah. good moment. Yeah. Like it was a good moment for because you have a wife that you've been with for thirty years. You know, I always, I always um, say how long I've been together. That you've been with for thirty years. So you are very, who y'all are very close, very like no secrets. Like we share, and so it was like for you to choose me to be that emotionally vulnerable with. I was like, oh yes. Yeah, so I, I definitely remember that. I definitely remember that night. And it goes back. I think it goes back. And it was not necessarily, like, not to be that vulnerable. Or maybe it was, honestly, not to be that vulnerable with Dara, who was my wife. Uh, I'll probably say that a couple of episodes until people realize, like, when I say Dara, that means my wife. Because mm-hmm. I really hate saying my wife. But we're all family here. Because um, <laughs> she's not used to that. She's not used to 
to see me that way. And I'm not used to being that way, honestly. Um, and it's not necessarily like I think that she's going to rag on me for being vulnerable. It's just that... Um, Outside of the, the norm. The norm. The norm, you. right. It was definitely an abnormal feeling for me to have, you know, I experienced my biological mom dying at 10. I didn't cry, you know. Um, I've experienced a lot of things in my short 35 years of life wherein um, I just, I accepted it, you know. And so it is what it is. So that's our story as far as where I think our bromance really, really begins. It's clearly levels to it. Yeah, I think um, that's definitely where it began. And then there's obviously like a billion events yeah. that happened since then that continue to like strengthen it. Um, but, but one thing I want to, I, I do definitely want to tie together because I've also experienced, not necessarily, I've witnessed, mm-hmm. better word, um, other people who have bromances with each other. And I, I've seen how um, their significant others also for the lack of better terms, except because they're kind of forced to, but I, I've definitely seen how it impacts them. I don't know what that means, but we're going to keep going. So and I think what happens is it, get, it goes back to the just the history of people. And also it goes back to really being yourself, because I think it's also a level, a certain level of respect that a lot of men have for their significant others and that they may not necessarily be truly who they are mm-hmm. when they're with their significant other. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they're like necessarily hauling every other joint that comes their way, but they might carry themselves a little bit more single. Mm-hmm. And I, They might carry themselves more single. A little more single. And that, that doesn't necessarily mean that they hollering, but they might be the wingman. I'm an awesome wingman, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. And what I may, makes you an awesome wingman? Because guess what? I, I, can, I think my energy... Mm-hmm. attracts women and that's not being any type of mm. conceited or arrogant I'm just a very outgoing person and I think people know that my in, my intentions aren't necessarily like to get in your pants kind of thing it's just like he has good energy like I'm not a dancer but give me a good beat and I'll start doing my motherfucking dance or whatever and people just like oh he's hey, very outgoing you definitely have a signature dance yeah. and that's, my, that's my thing whatever yeah, I wish you guys could see it and I so like you, I wish everybody could yeah. see it so we were in Vegas and whatever, and I was like the ultimate wingman. And I was just like, literally like, hey, I, I'm not available, but my mans are. And I literally was like drawing women to you. But clearly I wouldn't be able to be that if my significant other was there. So I have a question. Do you or do you not have the juice? Oh, I have the juice still. I, I absolutely. I get bitches. I get bitches. Okay. What, whether or not I do anything with the bitches or whatever, hmm. I don't. But mm-hmm. I, I still have the juice. I still yeah. have the juice. I still have the juice. I, I, you know. Yes. And that's important. Especially older women. Older women love Ooh. me. Ooh. They love me. I can't go to a wedding without an older woman like, What? What you can't? Yeah. She need her curtains fixed. Absolutely. Hmm. All right. So, yeah. Um, so, that's bromance, though, in my opinion. That's where we're here today. Yeah, we're in this podcast literally because of bromance in the name of bromance. I'm I'm super excited um, to be able to have somebody that you could be authentically yourself with. You know, they say friends are the family that you get to choose for yourself. Um, it honestly is an honor and a privilege to be able to know that I have you. Likewise. That I have um, somebody who I could call, who I could just be exactly who I am. Stay I, mean, over. I, I don't give a fuck 
period. So to know, like, oh, like, I could not give a fuck, period. And, like, they love, like, that I don't give a fuck, like, right? So that means a lot, particularly when you look out into the world mm-hmm. and you see people that that don't, don't have somebody, right? That don't have, that don't understand, like, our relationship, um, which is, like, a whole nother thing. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. They don't need to understand it. Honestly, they really actually never thought about it before I just said it right there. I never did. But I know that there are people that don't understand. They're like, probably like, what the hell is going on? Oh, I already know. Now that we're having the conversation about that. um, But like, kudos to you for being like secure enough in who you are. Kudos to me for being like secure enough in who I am to be unchanging um, and to say, like, this is who I am. Like, yeah, absolutely. It's just it's like, absolutely. either you fuck with me, you don't you fuck don't. with me. But either way, like... And I think probably, honestly, like, I thought, like, go back to the the first brunch that we had. I'm not even going to talk about the brunch you guys had before when you was out all night. Wait, but no, talk about that. Let's talk about that. That's, let's that's, talk a, good about one. That. that's a good one. Because I honestly think that that experience was... Had you more... So in my mind, the experience that the brunch that me and Watson had before the brunch that we all had was a catalyst to be like, I need to go to brunch with this nigga. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, <laughs> so that brunch was literally like 16 hours. I don't know how long it was, but it was literally like, it was happy hour that came where she, oh, the brunch that me and Watson yes, had. Yes. You know, happy hour that turned to her coming home like three o'clock. Yeah. So we got out of work um, 3.30, because it's Friday, so we got out of work at 3.30, and went to happy hour, and we just had a fantastic time. And then- I went to happy hour. You went to happy hour, and you had a, I don't know how fantastic your time was. Basic, apparently. (laughs) It was, you had a basic- Basic. You had a basic, a basic happy hour. So no, you went out to happy hour, we went out to happy hour. Went to a normal happy hour. And then, what time did you get home? I must have got home like, like eight o'clock. Like, eight, o'clock. Like eight o'clock is probably pushing it. Honestly. Okay, so you got home eight. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to get home after her. Thinking, oh, you thought you was getting home yeah, after I her? Thought, I thought I beat her. I thought I beat her. And how long my happy hour went? Ooh, ho. And you got home at eight. Yeah, I thought she was gonna be in the home way with me. Wait for Ass you. up. And who did? Little did you know. Yeah, Henny had worn off everything. But I, thought, I thought I had the hand was ready. You was, uh, oh, she was finna get it. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. And then 8 turned to 10, and then 10 turned to 12. And then 12 turned to me going to leap. Then you went to sleep. <laughs> you did. You went to sleep. I was, asleep. I was like, all right, just text me when, you, when you're on your way home. Mm-hmm. Did you get the text or was you sleep? No, I, didn't, I definitely didn't get the text when she said she was going home. Yeah, sleep. Yeah. So she got home at about, maybe, yeah, it was late. It was late. It was after 1. Let's put it that way. Oh yeah, yeah. It was definitely after one. No, it was like three o'clock. Yeah. I remember that day. So that was so that experience that we had. You were like, I need to meet this nigga. First, I need to raise my auntie. Then you- <laughs> <laughs> my happy hours was basic as fuck. These basic but, uh, ass. I'm having the world's most basic happy hours. That's hilarious. But yeah. So no, that's, no I was like, yeah, because even that happy hour that we end up having went pretty long though. We only stayed at that one place. Oh, the brunch. Yeah, you know, the brunch, that brunch. Yeah, the brunch was long. How long did that brunch last? Eight, eight hours. hours. Eight hour brunch. Hey, hey, if y'all hearing this, 
Come to brunch with us. Eight hour brunch. Change, change your life. Listen, first of all, you know I really don't like people, so we can't invite Ooh. invite Ooh. the I world. like people. I like people. If you're um, a good time, you know, we'll filter you out, send us your resume, and you know. No, you we know. can do we can do that. We could have a heavy screening. Yeah. Let me say that differently. It's not that I don't like people. Because I love people. I just know that the energy that I have is worthy of not being wasted. Absolutely. I concur. Mm-hmm. Say, that say that again. Say that again. Say, okay, okay. Put the niggas in the back. I just know that the energy that I have is worthy of not being wasted. So bad energy people, bad built people... Just bad vibe people, like it's like just like why? Like take that somewhere else. Cause I'm all about positive energy, good energy, good vibes. Um, so yeah. Let these niggas know your worth, ain't no discounts. They ain't gotta better get it, tell a bitch bounce. All dime, see a nine, point that bitch out. She get ejected and corrected like a miscount. Bitch bounce, had to tell that bitch bounce. Vinyls on the track, can that bitch bounce? Yeah. So right now we we're entering to the no judgment zone, also known as free pass. Free pass. Free pass is you get a chance to ask a question, and you won't be looked at or judged as being like, "Oh, you're homophobic," or "You're idiot," or "You're idiot," or like, "You should know this." You should know this, or like, "You're really like a closeted fag." And only I can say fag. Good, because I, I refuse to say the word fag. Girl, you shouldn't. Outside of saying the word, I refuse to say it. Okay, let's say fag. fag. Unless you're talking about a cigarette. Unless you're from Britain. Yeah. Are you from London? I hate that. I hate that. I'm going to smoke a fag. Any derogatory terms other than nigga. No. We reclaim nigga. Absolutely. I mean. Like nigga is ours. Yeah. So when I say nigga, it's like, what up, nigga? Like, uh. Or when you can say bitch. Mm, so mm. why can I say bitch? Because it's just like, gay guys can say bitch. And like, gay guys can <laughs> say, call other girls bitch. And straight guys can't. I don't know. I just like bitch. I do too. I do, yeah, I do. because you use it. You've we've witnessed it. Yeah, actually. I use it. I don't use it. Use it. Like, no, you, you guys use it. Use it. Like, you guys use it. Use it. You first, guys, of all, like, first of all, first of all, who's you guys? You guys. Oh, you people. You people. <laughs> you people. You people. No, okay. Gay, gay guys can definitely say uh, call it like women bitches. And you want to know something that's funny? Um, there was one time we had some people over to your house. That's funny. You see how I did that? There was one time that we had people mm-hmm. over to your house. He um, swear he lives with us. I yeah. do. Why you pretend like I don't have a bedroom? You here? absolutely do. Okay, yeah. right. Don't don't front for our fans. Um, we got fans. We got fans. Oh my God, we got fans. Yeah, our mom. <laughs> Fucking moms and dads and like Zara. That's it. <laughs> Bitch, we got five downloads. How you trying to act? <laughs> like, bitch, I got five downloads. Bitch, I got a podcast. See me. How you trying to act? <laughs> no, but really, I got five downloads. How you trying to act? Send me my check. <laughs> what did what did um what did Cardi say? <laughs> Who has Mona Scott? Does anybody have Mona Scott's email? <laughs> 
since she's obviously cutting checks. Um, no, but seriously. Okay, so free pass. Here we go. Um, you are not deemed ignorant or homophobic or anything. You get to ask a question, make a statement for commentary, and I will do my best to answer it as authentically as I can. I'm also prefacing this part of the conversation is I do not speak for all gay people. This is from my limited experience as a gay black male on the planet. And I and limited in the sense that like there's millions of gay black men and like I'm only one. So, mm-hmm. yes. So, so what is your question? The really interesting thing is, is that like we're really, really close and we've had we have a lot of conversations right. about everything. So I'm actually curious to know, like, what the fuck is this nigga finna say? Like, what is he going to ask or say? I'm really pulling this out my ass, guys. So I don't. Like pulling out your ass. Like, oh yeah, that's probably not the best uh, yeah, term, but you know, it's, so it is are what you it is. so are you saying like what kind of toys are used? To oh s- no, what I want, I am curious about. Okay, is how do gay guys determine? And I apologize, I'm not using the right terminology. Use, just use it, and then I'll tell you who's the top or the bottom. Wow, you actually are using really good. Terminology. Did I come out the gate really good, though? You did. Okay, you came awesome. out the gate really well. Um, so I'm going to say this. So there's going to be people that are like, oh, like, how does Charles know top and bottom? And like, shut the fuck up. Also, there's going to be other people that are like, top or bottom? Like, you know, I'm like label free. Like, I don't like, don't fucking like corner me in. Um, so honestly, the answer to that question is really simple. And it is based off of like, what do you like? It's not a who determines like who's a top or bottom. It's like, what do you personally enjoy, derive pleasure from, or are willing to do? What is the person that you're with? What do they enjoy? What do they derive pleasure from? What are they willing to do? And then you work on like compatibility from there. Right? So in your experience, and or, my experience. In your no, even if not in necessarily your experience, but mm-hmm. people you you know. Other gay guys, you may have having a conversation. I don't know if you guys talk about this kind of shit. But anyway. Uh-huh. Um, what kind of shit? Like, has there been situations where two people are getting to know each other? Is that something you guys talk about, like, off break? Whether or not, like, I don't like... It depends. I don't it like depends. being... Penetra- I like to be the one who's doing the penetration. I think it really depends. It's, like, from person to person. I know that some people um, within the gay community are like, oh, that's so tacky. Like, I don't do that. Like, I don't- Which part? I don't. I don't talk about like top. Oh, you don't bottom, talk about like, it. Am oh, I embarrassed? Like, I think that's whatever. And then there's other people that say like, well, for the sake of compatibility, like it's Absolutely. something that I act like very early on. I don't feel any kind of way. Like in in any relationship that I've been in, if it comes up, it comes up. I don't feel any kind of way about it. If it doesn't come up, it. If it doesn't come up early on, it doesn't come right. up early on. But the conversation always happens. Obviously, as you move to a more intimate parts of your relationship so i do know that there's different people that feel different ways about that but that's not any different than how in heterosexual relationships like women may feel like oh i don't like talk about sex or like at you know at certain points like that's something that i say for later but for me personally i do think that it is something that when you're talking about compatibility it makes sense why people have that conversation I do know people in some relationships where it's two tops. 
and they work. So how the hell does that work? That's very interesting. So in my experience, two tops, normally like somebody eventually is like, okay. I give in. Yes. But it's like, because I love you. That doesn't mean that they're not a top. It's just as like, okay, for the sake of the relationship. And then I also know where it's like, hey, well, we just jacking off, nigga. So the top is I'm penetrating. Penetrating. You the penetrator. The penetrator. All right. And we got the penetratee. Is that what we call it? Penetrated. Penetrated. Oh, yeah, penetrated. Okay, okay. The penetrated. So, does that mean that is it, so? Is it necessarily because I know like with lesbian, you have like the dom and you have the list a lipstick. I don't know if that's the still term that they people use nowadays or whatever. Yeah, but those are so that analogy is would not be a top and a bottom analogy that would be more like that's where i was going with that this. would be more like a trade versus right. film yeah that's what i was going for so yeah. it's not necessarily i mean because you could have relationship um homosexual couples were in not necessarily the person who's the most masculine one mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily that's me they're the top they're the ones who's doing the penetrating there's a there's niggas there right now that you don't know are gay and i'm saying this this is don't tell me that don't tell me that there's niggas that you don't know are gay mm-hmm. In their bottoms. Bottoming out out the city. Getting ran through. No. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, ran through. Ran through. And there's nothing wrong no, with I that. No, I believe it. I remember like, hearing about like football student, uh, football players in college that yeah. were like that. But then nobody yeah. knew. No, well, I'm not going to say nobody knew. But pe- uh, yeah, some us. That, that people knew. wouldn't necessarily right. first glance. Right, right. Like, I like to say that. Like, I'm not going to say nobody knew. Oh, people know. People be knowing. Like, what is, what's the girl say? Uh, Tiffany from, um, from Insecure. Oh, no, Tiffany, not uh, Tiffany Haddish. Oh, shit. Tiffany from, um, the character Tiffany from t- Insecure. What is that baby's name? Oh, the chick from, um, she used to be on Nickelodeon back in the day. Yes. Yeah. Amanda Amanda Seals. She be knowing. Yeah, that. Like, no, niggas be knowing. People, people be knowing. People be knowing. I, honestly, I'm like, people are talking about like download. This yeah. is like a whole nother thing. I'm like, that's not real. So can gay guys like sense when somebody is down low? Because I have like this whole... Can gay guys sense when people are down low? So down low is this notion that it's like this secret life that you're living. Right. So it's but can you pick up on mannerisms, I'm asking? Like, you can... Because I, I, I swear like a lot of gay guys have funny shaped heads. Gay dog. Are you talking about Period. can can determine downloadness or can determine like gayness, like yeah, gay dog? Yeah, What's yeah. talking about yeah, gay dog? Yeah, absolutely. People say, people say, but I say, but this is my thing. A lot of people will tell people that they're gay. The only reason that you that somebody is gay is like one if they're engaging in the act mm-hmm. or if they like say like yes I'm gay. So I don't make assumptions about right, somebody. Right, right. Like you could. Twist, snap, do a whole bunch of things because I actually know people that it's just feminine are, would be perceived right. as I, feminine, I, I right? And like they they aren't gay, and you know they're like, no, I'm not gay. Like they're married, they're whatever, whatever. And it's mm. th- that doesn't matter to me actually, but because I was gonna say, but and because so it doesn't matter to me because and I really believe in that. Live your best life. I don't give a fuck who you sleeping with. Who or what you're sleeping with. Because there's a section of the population that don't sleep with who's. They sleep with what's. And inanimate objects. And $10,000 sex dolls. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, for me, I truly believe 
Even though I think asking is like rude and insensitive and a whole bunch of other things, what, I what? can respect asking if somebody what? asks, like, asking what? hey, are you gay? Okay, gotcha, 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 yeah. And then it's like, yes or no. I can respect, even though I don't believe that's any of your business, mm-hmm. I actually can respect that. So do you Versus respect- being like, oh, I think he, or he's, or are you telling well, me that I'm gay? Yeah, like, yeah. oh, I know that nigga gay, like, boom, boom, boom. And it's so, like, you been sucking a dick? Is so that how you know? It, would it be different if a person's asking or inquiring if you're gay because they are also gay? And they're like, okay. Or is it just rude, period, to even ask? Because how would I know? You're a pretty private person. Like, um, your social media is like, yes. you might as well not have a social media account. <laughs> but so somebody looking at your social media... Which is a different conversation, right? Because I think that a lot of people, because we've talked about download for a couple of seconds. I am a private person. I am not download, and I'm not hidden or secretive right. or any of that. It's just... Let me backtrack. My business yeah. is that, my business. No, I know yeah. that's a, 100% okay right. that you said that. I just like for clarity because right. that is a conversation yeah. that comes up. But... I think, and maybe that's definitely a, a topic for a, a, a whole new podcast mm-hmm. is people are definitely discretion. now. Discretion. Not necessarily that, but it's not real until it's on social media. Say that again. It's not real until it's on social media. Relationships, sexual orientation. That, no, I don't think sexual orientation is true, but relationships I mean, definitely. No. Now pause that conversation. I think, it's a, I, to think, talk about I, think, I think it's a good one. I think it's a good topic. Why, like, why are you giving the people like the next episode? I'm giving you too much. Too much what? Sauce. Too much sauce. Yes. Um. So it's not rude. Mm-hmm. Well, it is because it's nobody's goddamn business, right. right? However, I personally can respect somebody who just asked versus telling me or telling other people, "Oh, such and such gay." Right. Ask them. So, yeah. Any other things about that? This is your free pass. So is there anything that gay guys think or, I mean, want to ask straight guys? Mm, You guys already know everything about us. I don't know. I mean, I think also, like, because at the end of the day, like, I'm a man. I'm a man. Right. I think my situation is maybe even a little different because, like, I fucked bitches. So, I think... That's a good one. That's another part. That's a good one. That's like, I don't have no questions. Mainly because, one, I know who I am. I know what I am. I know what I like. Um, And I don't have any questions for straight men about the things that they're into because I... I'm not gonna say like I was straight, but like now I'm found. I was lost, but now I'm found. It was like that was a, <laughs> like I had or, I had girlfriends. Like I um so like yeah. So one thing I, that I am curious about, and this oh, is really uh part two, uh, part two, yeah. Hey, hey guys, this is the first one. So for episode one, so it's I feel like a lot of sh- sh- uh, heterosexual men are. Um, you don't have to be so technical. You can yeah. just say straight. Straight guys. Uh-huh. Thanks. You're welcome. Anytime. So they're so they're so adamant about proving that they're not gay or have no type of what's the word I'm looking for? Like they're not aroused, they're not 
turned on or anything like that. But yet we watch porn mm-hmm. of another guy. Could you see the nigga's dick mm-hmm. fucking somebody else? Mm-hmm. A lot of times, a lot of guys, the, the best scene is the oral sex scene where it's clearly the nigga's dick and the woman doing whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so do you think that's the best scene? I like the scene. I didn't say like. I said the best. Uh, Those are two different things. I'm a fucking... I don't know if it's necessarily the best scene because actually a good topic, honestly, uh, as far as like the viewing of porn and like what, what, what do people get out of it, honestly. Um, do mm-hmm. I think it's the best scene? Probably not. Um, so what's the best scene in porn? I'm really turned on when I, um, the girl gets off. Honestly, I think oh, that's absolutely, yes. absolutely. That's so I, I agree. It's not that different. It's not, I agree. That's my favorite part of porn. But I don't like it if it's not like authentic. Authentic, yeah. So I, I, actually, I don't like the extra. So I actually like. Um, I prefer. I don't want to say homemade. Wait, what's your, but like okay, real yeah, couples, like yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, homemade. Like, that's homemade. Homemade, homemade, homemade. Okay, yeah. Homemade because it's like the studio amateur. Shit, yeah, it'd be dumb as fuck. Yeah. The angles be wrong. The angles be, it be too high, it be too bright. It's like, no. Are they being busted wide open or not? I don't want to ask this question, but I'm going to ask it. Okay, ask I'm going to ask one question. So, you've got a free pass. Hey. So, but this is your third one, nigga. Yeah, hey, I'm just going to take all the hall passes I can get. So, as far as porn, so, you and your significant other streaming, looking at, like, looking for the perfect whatever. Pornhub. I don't, I don't know. What, what do you guys use? X videos? I use. First of all, there isn't looking for the perfect. Everybody has their stats. Like, these are my go-to. Right. I so, don't know if I'm, like, regularly looking at porn or it's like, shit, nigga, I got favorites. So, your favorites. Mm-hmm. So, if you had to give the tags, you know we all got tags. Or whatever. Tag. tags. Okay. So, okay. when you okay. look at the tags or whatever. Tags. Black is first. So, black, ebony, whatever, I don't whatever. Get, so, like, oh, so I don't really get into like. Are you, are, are you turned off with any scenes with women? Clearly. No. Because we just talked about no. that. So I'm not, turned, I'm not turned off. But are you turned on? We watch porn together. We have. We have. I'm not have. turned off. I don't think that was ready, but I, I'm glad we did that. That was a good one. That was good. I've watched. Yes, but that doesn't mean you were turned on by what we were what we were watching. Right, I'm not turned off. Oh, these niggas was watching porn together. It's like, like ah! <laughs> now the question is gonna be like, was it gay porn? Or was, was it gay porn? It was absolutely straight porn. It was absolutely gay porn. Straight porn. It was absolutely gay porn, and it was like, no, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's funny. But actually, um, all porn is gay porn because even straight porn, exactly. you have to look at dick. exactly, that, and that's exactly what I was talking about. That's no, like, um, and that's really yeah. But no, like I, that's why I don't understand why like so many like so many uh, straight guys are like so like, oh, I'm not gay or I don't want to be construed as gay or anything. But we watch porn. We're all openly about watching porn. We have no problem watching another guy fuck another. Another girl, but as long as we're not watching two guys fucking, then we're not gay. But we're okay with watching another guy's dick in every orifice as possible, yes. and nobody judges that. And also, but, uh, if we're being honest, a lot of the shots in porn are horrible. First of all, are guys' asses? <gasps> yeah, you absolutely know. You, yes. no, no, you're a right, lot right. of porn it, shots are time. guys' asses humping the shit out of something. Yeah. yeah. 
So I mean, like, you're going to see the guy's ass in every shot. You cannot see your dick and not see it unless it's POV. So, like, really, I know my porn. Exactly. So, really, this is like, make sure you do your squats. Like, never skip leg day. So, the moral of this story is like, don't skip leg day. Mm -hmm. The moral Um, of the story is heavy weights, low reps, tight high asses. Shot a henny. So, you had a henny dick. Henny. Mm. Mm. That's interesting. That's a good one. Henny dick. Henny dick. Hmm. 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 To be continued. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. <laughs> yeah, so just to answer the question, um, yes, I watch straight porn. I'm not not turned off. Um, good sex is good sex. But there are gay guys that are like literally turned off at the sight of vaginas. Now, remember that I you're, you're started this conversation saying I do not speak for all gay people or gay men I'm only speaking as style. a gay man. So have you not? I mean, y'all niggas don't talk. What are you talking about? Yeah, gay people don't talk. These are like, yo, I, I hate the sight of a put uh, of a. Can I say pussy on my fucking podcast? It's my yeah, podcast. It's, it's so, your it, podcast, it, like, It's my fucking your podcast. So yeah, I mean, because we. That's my well, you like, say gay like, people don't they, talk. Like, 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 like they turn off by vagina. Y'all don't talk about like I don't like vagina. Okay, first of all, let's not you. You let's be clear. No, there isn't a international all gay people meetup. The same way that straight people, there are straight people that don't have conversations. There's straight men that get turned off by the side of pussy. Y'all might, y'all might have like a no, no, no. I want you to come back to what I just said. There are straight men that get turned off by the side of pussy. Who? Uh-huh. Yes, there are men. They ain't straight. That are homos. Nope. That are heterosexual. Yes. So they just don't look at it. They like it, but they just don't look at it. Heterosexuality <laughs> does not is not a heterosexuality does not equate to a liking of vagina or sex or penetrating mm. women. Mm. Like, well, let's be clear about that. Mm. That's not what heterosexuality is. Mm. Tell me, yes. Mm. Fuck, y'all knew that because I didn't know that. Yeah. Now, in most normal, quote-unquote normal, even though there's no such thing as normal, cases, we just naturally make the leap and the assumption. They're like, oh, heterosexuality means like engage in sex. But you cannot engage in sex and still be in a monogamous, committed relationship with a person of the opposite sex. That you could not be emotionally or sexually attracted to this, a same-sex person. Or the opposite sex yeah. and not necessarily... Be attracted to that sexual organ per se. Correct. Yes. I mean, I'm not saying there's I mean, a there's a I billion. Can see it. I'm not saying that there's a yeah. whole lot of people, but there are people. There, there are, is a community. Yeah, there are people a who just yes. like sex itself. Just like there's gay people. There are gay people that are that identify as gay, but do are not sexually engaged. But they're just oh. yeah. mind blown. mind blown. Okay, guys. Um, shit. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that. I really wasn't. I'm enlightened. It's not that different. Basically, the moral of the story is everybody likes porn, and all porn has ass in it. Ass? If y'all like titties? You like titties? I like nice. I can appreciate men and women. Like, I can appreciate a nice set of titties. So, but it can be, so like today, mm-hmm. when we were out, it's like, why is the lady's titties, 
Me yeah, and you yeah, both yeah, said they yeah, had yeah. the same thing. Absolutely. Why is the lady's titties like at her ankles? Like that's crazy. And she was had to be like, and she was barely like twenty. I was surprised she was able to order a drink. She was. She looked so young. Yes, that too. Yeah, but it's like, come on, titties step your titties up. It was a bad bra. Yeah. No, it was no bra. One of them was a no bra, and one of them was like. I think I'm cute because I. Yeah. That was because I'm light skinned. No, she yeah it, yeah. She was like, I'm light skinned with a tattoo. And she was a better looking one of the people in the group. Yeah, yeah. She was the best looking one of the people in the group. Y'all not, y'all not slick. Y'all hang out with ugly girls, uglier girls, and y'all so y'all look prettier. Ooh, that is a different conversation. But go ahead and add that to the what? The, the notepad. Add it shit. to the notepad. All right, guys. So, all right, it's been real. Um, this was your free pass. Your free pass. All right. Thank you for staying with us. Nigga, your free pass is effectively over. over. Let these niggas know your worth. Ain't no discounts. They ain't got it. Better get it. Tell a bitch bounce. All dimes. See a nine. Point that bitch out. She get ejected and corrected like a miscount. We thank you for rocking with us. Thank okay. you for being here today. Our first episode. Be sure to... Like, subscribe, download, share, share. Tell your friends about us. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Because you know when you're doing pyramid schemes, you always got to do like, tell a, get, you get a friend, but your friend got to get a friend. In order for this to work. In order for this to work. This is like very pyramid scheming. Don't get, you, get money. Get, <laughs> fuck bitches, get money. Or hey, niggas. Thanks, Or Or... Not niggas or like Latinos or white people. Everybody. Whoever you love. We're equal opportunity lovers. People with ears. Go ahead. But people without ears. <laughs> Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield. Woo. Woo. Remember that? How old are you? I'm Mike Tyson bites Evander Holyfield ears off old. Ooh. I am. Hmm. I am. I am. Um. In the bright sunny weather, let's go out to Gullah Gullah Island. Come on! I am knowing it's half the battle. Nigga, what the fuck? That is, is that? G.I. Joe! Oh, absolutely not. What? I am Asian Yellow Power Ranger. Before she died in the car. Black guy. Zach. Zach, Power Ranger old. Mm, I am Dragon Ball old. Nosy? Nosy. Hmm. Fuck with a real hmm. nigga. Hmm. Hmm. I see I'm you. X-Men on Saturday morning. I'm motherfucking when TGI Fridays, TGI Friday was out. You didn't go out? Dinosaurs was the, Ooh, was the fourth show. I'm the mama. Show. I'm the mama. That was the fourth show. Not the mama. That was the fourth show. Whoo. And the third show was Step by Step, Day by Day. day. Yes. Who was the first one? Family Matters? Of course, Family Matters. Always. Held it down in that opening spot. I don't know how old I am, guys. That's how old I am. I am be home before the streetlights comes on. Oh, you had a curfew? That's so cute. Tell me. like. I absolutely had a curfew. Oh, I never had a curfew. Be home before the streetlights come on. I didn't have a curfew, but also, like, I wasn't out either, so. Is it, that must be a Texas thing. Is that a Texas thing? Because that definitely wasn't a Georgia thing. Like, you were home with the stuff. Yeah, but that's because, like, 
they were still like post antebellum slavery. Mm. It's like still happening. Oh, so you that old post slavery old. <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> you not that old nigga. No, I'm not that old. <laughs> no, sorry. Thank you guys so much uh for listening. Again, be sure to download, subscribe, click, tell a friend, tell a friend and tell a friend, and make sure that the friend tells their friend to download, click, subscribe. And we look forward to seeing you all next week. So we can all be friends. So we can all, and you can tell your friends so we can be, be friends. friends. Oh, that's how old I am. <laughs> Later, guys. You, you, you already know. You already know what time it is. It's that time where we ask you to download the show. Don't forget to like, subscribe, double tap, comment, and follow us on social media. Instagram, shoot the messengers. That's double O's. Was the money good? Was the bitches bad? Was they fucking good? Did your hood show you love? Did the hoes say you fly? If your friends say you loyal, throw your rollies in the sky for the trellis. For the trellis. As the champagne pours and the campaign roars and the light shine bright. Every night, damn.